two, one. Oh, Ooh, that was nicely in sync. There's my, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm like, my cocktail ice is like the background noise. It's like the, oh, that's it's nice. like the, it's like, the, you know, the, you know, the kid, like, have you guys ever been to a, like, uh, like, you know, like a open mic night or like a shitty bar that they have live music. And for some reason, there's always this fucking kid with a tambourine. Because it's like one of the. the <laughs> what do you like, mean a fucking kid with a tambourine? That's well, great. Well, I mean, I just you know they're just like, what like they're like I'm part of the band. My dad's the guitarist, and I'm six. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, and, and they're just like that's what I was just doing. I was the kid with the tambourine. I like it. That's mm-hmm. the greatest spot to be in. Like if I could choose to be in any spot in a band, I'm there. Have you ever seen that terrible TV show, uh, Blue Mountain State? That's yes. Good. Yeah. Oh my God. That's like being the the backup quarterback. It's it's the best uh, position to be. I would even take that farther. I'd want to be the kicker. I think the kicker is the best NFL position. Dude, I I hate the to say backup, it. backup kicker. kicker. Yep. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. Fucking yeah. nailed it. Not kicker. the not the first kicker. That's Dude, actually for, a lot of pressure. So much stress. Pressure. A lot of time. Too much send you death threats. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I would be honestly practice squad. They get paid pretty good money, and they just practice. Like that sounds yeah. fucking great. I know everyone's like, don't you want to be a star? Yeah, but I, really. want to, I don't want my brain to become pudding. So, yeah. what do you think the salary of an NFL practice squad? Member? I think it's like 600k a year minimum. I think that's the minimum they can pay people. Minimum. But I will absolutely Google it right now because I'm, I'm sitting here. I can't believe that. So okay, the NFL practice squad it makes a minimum salary. The least you can make is 440 grand a year as of 2020. Jesus Christ. But they can get paid more. God, they can get paid more. To play I mean, it's a ton of money to practice, right? That's a ton of money. <laughs> a to lot practice. of money. That's to play yeah. a game with no pressure. Yeah. I know I know everyone's consequences like, well, perhaps, like, but no pressure. I'm sure everyone's like on the practice squad's like, well, I want to make the big boy dollars and be on the team. But I mean like and there's a reason the three of us aren't in the NFL, because we'd be like, I'm fine with the practice squad. Like that's not an <laughs> attitude that one gets you to the NFL and two keeps you in the NFL. So I wonder what percent is actually just like, no, I don't want to move up for the practice squad. And they like, I'm not going to like, it's got to be some percentage, right? Well, at some point. Yeah. I think, I think there's got to be some guys who are career practice squatters and we just literally have never heard of them. Yeah. This is yeah. like, uh, this is like me and my job where they're like, yeah, you want to be upper management, right? You're moving up the track. And I'm like, absolutely. Totally want to a hundred percent. What you can't see is know. Hayden Hayden shaking his head as he says that to us. <laughs> yeah, the important factor there. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, well, you got to play the corporate game a little bit and be like, well, you want to advance in this career, right? And you're like, yeah, fucking course I do. Does that mean I get more pay now? Because I absolutely do if that's what that means. So uh, <laughs> sometimes when I'm in a terrible conference call, I don't have a couch, but I've got a hammock and I'll just lay in the hammock. Nice. But it's usually when I get so exa- exasperated with the conference call, I, I just need something to look like I'm not caring physically that no one can see, you know? There you know, yeah. I always wonder what the people who always have their cameras off are doing. Like, you know, I, like there are people <laughs> in my MBA program, I've literally haven't seen them with their cameras on since COVID started. And I'm like, what are you doing? And they're apparently, I think they're literally doing Hayden stuff. They're laying in hammocks. They're taking dumps. Like, they're like <laughs> nude. <laughs> I mean, they're just doing whatever the fuck they want. Uh, and it, and they're just no rules. They completely embrace the COVID no rules policy, and they're just living that dream. My number one fear is to go to the bathroom with my headset on and like have it accidentally not be on mute. Because you know sometimes you're in two hour meetings, you're like I gotta go, but also I need to be on this meeting in case they randomly decide to say my name. 
I, yeah. That's the shit that I have like nightmares now about. So you gotta check it's mute not... like four times in scenarios yeah. like that. Just Dude, over I, and, and over I'll like I'll tap my mic, make sure it doesn't like flash <laughs> up, you know? I, I go to great lengths. <laughs> totally, totally. I feel like that's just like a normal human reaction after the horror shit shows people saw in the first three months of Zoom existing. Yes. There was yeah. some crazy shit that happened. <laughs> Did you guys ever see the video of this guy? And he would he was he would dress up in like I don't even know how to describe it, but it was like more or less traditional African clothing. And and he, he and he would jump into Zoom calls and pretend to be a foreign exchange student in college Zoom calls. <laughs> and just <laughs> when fucking, you could just enter with without Yeah, when you could just enter if you had the like the link. Like this was before yeah. there was any like sort of form of security. And so he would just enter and just cause chaos, and he would record everything. And on his Twitter, he'd just be like, send me your fucking Zoom links, I'm in. And he would just show up to random Zoom class. It was wild. <laughs> it was fucking wild. Uh, I'll, just, I'll send you guys a video, and maybe we can link it. But there's a guy on YouTube called The Internet Historian who is a super bingeable YouTube channel. Have you guys seen yeah. that? Have I showed that to you guys before? Yeah, I think you've talked about this a couple times before. Okay, well, this was... he did a, The Internet Historian did a whole video on... Uh, the like coronavirus and and that guy made a notable appearance in it as, when he was demonstrating the consequences of zoom <laughs> so i'll we'll awesome. share that video because it's really fucking and it, honestly it outlines coronavirus a little too well so oh yeah i'll send it you, you'll fucking love it excellent excellent andrew about th- four minutes ago you you were about to start on a we should have a good old tqc and then i interrupted you and now i really want to know what it was oh 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 i was <laughs> I'm glad you interrupted T-Q-C. me. TQC. It was going to be a yeah. TQPBTC. Tangent Peanut. Quest Peek Behind the Curtain. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is much harder for me to put together than it should be. So I was just going to say, like, I we're, we're, this is holiday week, and I want I feel like our listeners should take a, little, a, a little, take a little sit back and be like, wow, I'm so thankful that the Tangent Quest guys, first of all, they recorded on Sunday. Two days later, two-day turnaround, they're recording again for us, for no one else but our listeners. This was a completely selfless act by the Tangent Quest boys. I'm sitting in my parents' lovely office to record this. My stepdad had to go way out of his way to let me use his computer. We had to plug in, like, two whole things. I'm using a Mac. I've been degraded to using a Mac computer for for you people, so you're welcome. And uh, I, I just want the, our community to know. The sacrifices this crew makes for their entertainment. It sounds like the only sacrifice we've made is that you have to use a Mac. (laughs) And plug stuff into it. (laughs) Yeah, Macs don't even have plugs. That's got to be a challenge. Uh, This one is like the Mac Mini. And it's like just a box. It's like a computer box. And you like plug stuff into it. You know, like a normal computer. Like how computers are supposed Mm -hmm. to work. It's not one of those like $3,500... Laptop Facebook machines, seamless okay. orb without any import or output capabilities at all. Yes, that you have to connect through through Apple an adapter connect. made by Apple. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> fucking exactly. You know, we've never had the Apple versus Mac or Apple versus PC discussion, and That's someday we will. For. That's what I was. Do you, I mean, for. do you want to have? I feel like I I really do want to like. <laughs> I'm having this discussion. My stepdad is literally an earshot, and if I'm just taking dunks oh, on no. Apple while I'm using his <laughs> Apple computer, I'm sure he's just writing it down. He's like, I'm going to fucking dunk on your back. Going to get you. 
what I want to do is have like we can do like a side quest about it, and I wanna I want to do like either like audio clip. I want people to argue for us, and then we just circle jerk anyone who talks to us about Microsoft products because <laughs> we're elite, obviously. But I don't it's, know. Most uh, of the people yeah. I know have apples, which fucking blows my mind. Really? Like because you hang out with a bunch of the college students now, and yeah. Well, I mean, even Mac? no, I mean, even before, even after that, you know, huh? Because I don't know. Who about do you we guys. know that has a Mac? We'll go have a talking with them. Well, we'll invite them on, and we'll we'll give them a real talk yeah, down. We need a we need a pro Mac guest who will come in and defend. Yeah, we do. What we should do is we should have T cube D, which is Tangent Quest debates, <laughs> and uh, we'll 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 live stream it, and we'll we'll bring in people on the live stream who just make arguments and yell at each other, and we just sit back and moderate and reap in that con- free content. Damn. That's, that's a, good shit that's right a BBB there. idea right there. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's a triple B right. That's a, that's, that's why a that's why you bring B. the triple B in, right there. That's that's business money right there. I, I don't like you got as like some random motivational book said. You got to dream it to believe it, and you got to believe it to bring it into the world or something like that. Have you Damn. ever just wanted to write a motivational book to see if you could sell it? <laughs> no, I, but I, uh, I could wanna, see you selling one. I want to write one of those guides about how to be a. A millionaire easily without any work and i'll make a bunch <laughs> of youtube ads about it and put it on all the youtube videos i'm not i'm not really sure how i'll make money i'll probably have people come to my site and then give me 20 dollars, and then it'll be like make a fake ponzi scheme that'll be my yeah, advice but you gotta put something back there so that they can't sue you later you'd be yeah. like well i gave them advice on how to be a millionaire like that's all i promised to do pyramid schemes it's all pyramid schemes just I gotta, work yeah. consulting. No, see, that's a pyramid scheme start a pyramid see, scheme hayden here for your already <laughs> fucking up Pyramid schemes are illegal. What's not illegal oh, is multi-level marketing. That's <laughs> see, you got to start a multi-level marketing system. It's That's good true. thing we got the triple B around. Branding, Thanks, God, the, dude. Branding yeah. and have a very cool logo. Have a fucking cool logo. People can put on their minivans and shit next to their Jesus fish, so people are very aware that when they're driving, people around them are like, oh Jesus Christ, another one of those psychopaths. Like you got to make it very clear to the world what's going on. And if you have fallen prey to a multi-level marketing scheme, I am sorry. I'm not trying to shit on you, but they are evil. And we Tangent Quest has made a very strong position that we shit on evil here. We're very much chaotic good. <laughs> We've got these great knife sets if you want to buy one. We go door to door with them. They're really, really high quality yep. knives. And you can sell them to your friends. Look, I made a ton of money selling them. <laughs> yeah, so Tangent Quest knives are only, first of all, get this. You get a 10-pack this is a fucking steal, Hayden. I can't believe we're letting this go for this cheap. $39.99, 10 payments over one month. It's that easy, okay? You, you pay us every three days, $39.99, and now you have 10 sets of knives, and you can sell these for quadruple. They're Tangent Quest branded knives. They cut through anything, anything. I was cutting through diamonds with them earlier. I was blown. I was just like, how is this fucking possible? How can I... Like, the, 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 this defeats everything I was taught in physics in school in chemistry but it was, i was just slicing through them like fucking onions it was wildly out of control 39.99 venmo me or you can subscribe to me on twitch for enough months in a row to pay for it both of those are fine twitch.tv for how many people in pyramid schemes do you think know they're in the pyramid scheme like what what percentage of the top echelon is like fully on board which is ripping people off you know or do you think the guy is kind of like a you know, a crazy guy up top who's like, no, I'm, I'm really bettering people's lives. I think you have to have that type of narcissism to put a pyramid scheme together. Yeah, people are really good at lying to themselves. Yeah. So I'm sure a lot yeah. of people are just like, yeah, I'm totally helping people. Like, they wouldn't have a job without me, right? 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like, I'm making people self-employed. They're empowering themselves. Deep down, they know because they had to formulate the system, right? They had to rig the system so they're always winning. Yeah, yeah. It would be pretty funny if we tried to start a pyramid scheme, though. Like, we wouldn't scam anyone. We wouldn't take anyone's money, but just see how many people we could get to, to sign up. Do you think it's illegal to start a pyramid scheme if you're blatant about it being a pyramid scheme? Yes, 100%. I think that makes it even more illegal, technically. <sighs> okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, you know well, what would be funny? I, see I wonder. I can see that with other crimes. You're like, I knew I was murdering. I told him I was. Yeah, exactly. It's like I told him it I was going to kill him. I don't see the big deal here. Yeah, yeah. There's. I think we're just admitting so liability before me if we even Elon break the law. Elon Musk was like, "Listen, I might be defrauding investors right now, but," and then tweeted things. It, it wouldn't work. Well, I mean, the SEC is a group of cowards, so he can do whatever he wants. Apparently, <laughs> Elon Musk could start a pyramid scheme and literally call it Pyramid X. And people would just be like, yep, fucking great. What am I selling, Elon? Bags of dog shit? Fucking great. How many of my friends do I need to sign up to get to level Z? When do I become a level Z seller, Elon? 50,000 bags of dog shit? Hold, I'm, fell, I'm going door to door with this dog shit, Elon. I'm going door to door. That, it, that's all it would take. I mean, it take nothing. And then Elon Musk would at the SEC's Twitter account with a picture of his ball sack and say, <laughs> suck on these morons. And he would get a... Like and he would get like a tax refund. <laughs> Check that's out. beautiful. No more thoughts on that. Are we good? <laughs> I, uh, I feel like you guys just like look at I, me like I have nothing to say to that. I'm sorry. I feel extra what space am I today. Say to that? Yeah, I, I. This has nothing to do with you, Andrew. It's uh, this one I blame on myself. All of these comments from like I got nothing to add to this. Well, look, I mean, look, boys, this doesn't have to be one of our best podcasts. This was a holiday special. The viewer or mm -hmm. the listenership already owes us one. We can there just we say, I mean, this is just, this is just easy podcasting right now. I mean, this, we're, we're podcasting on what I would describe as easy mode. Um, so no, we're, yeah. I, you, you yeah. guys, just, we can do a set. You want to just jump into our normal segments? We can just keep, let's just roll this bitch along. Let's roll it out. Let's roll let's, it along. Let's roll it out. We got a few uh, classics in there already. Autobots. <laughs> yeah. I'm and, sorry, did you just say Otterbots? Why did you say that? What's happening? Because <laughs> we're rolling out. That's what Autobots do. Oh, Autobots. Autobots. Ah, roll out. That was a good one. That was a good one. That was good. I can't believe Some I thought you said Otterbots. Some small piece of my childhood cartoon memory just, just came right through right there. Mm. Felined its way through the neurons. That was beautiful. More than meets the eye, you might say. More uh, than Hayden. meets the eye. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> sick, dude. Hey, dude, Transformers do, were actually Oh, we'll never get there. Show. We're not going to get there. <laughs> Oh, okay. Let's get there. Let's get there. Let's get there. We don't. There's. I have nothing to say about Transformers other than it was an elite show. That's it. What about the movies? Movies were good too. I support okay. the movies. They, right. They're. You gotta take them at face value. They're just action for the sake of action. They're just robots fighting each other. Like. But Andrew, why want? is the plot not M Night Shyamalan quality in this in this Transformers movie? I don't understand. I. Why is it so simple what? in a child's TV show that's made into a movie? Why is it so they simple? Took all the plot money over here, and they put it in the explosion category over there, and that's how the movies were made. Now, I really want to meet someone. I'm dying to meet someone who said to themselves, "I just can't believe Optimus Prime's character arc had no development." You know, after watching Transformers, like, what kind of fucktard goes to Transformers and thinks that? Or like, did you walk into Transformers not saying, "I can't wait to watch super high-end graphic"? Uh, robots beat the living shit out of each other for an hour and 45 minutes because that's literally all my intentions were when I entered the theater. Who I is mean, like, if you think of, 
If you think about it, his character arc is perfectly the character. He's a robot. He's not going to change. He's the same way always. No, 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 no. He's like, more than meets the eye, Hayden. He's more than meets the eye. It's a fucking he's metaphor. Than... <laughs> that's the guns, though. That's that. That's not that's personal the guns. That's, that's the guns. That's the guns. There's guns under there. That that Damn was it. the secret. Dude, it's just like how people in the South, they're like, it's, I'm more than just a... I'm more than just a, a hick. I have guns. It's like, okay. Forgot that guns is a character and personality trait, but sure. The South is like a fucking action movie, I swear to God. All right. Let's, let's fuck. Yeah, let's. Should we? Should we, Andrew? Yeah. Should we? Should we? Hayden, what you been listening to this week? Yeah, these this two. Week what have you been listening to the these two days? And a half, yeah. These, these last two, two days. days. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly more perfect. I, I do nice. what I always do when I suggest a podcast is I, I listen to the podcast to make sure I wasn't wrong about liking it before. Smart. That's pretty much it. Smart. And some Spotify. I, I like I like creeping through your guys' uh your your playlists of twenty twenty. I was super pumped. That. I was super pumped that we didn't the podcast episode where we said please everyone join the Discord and share your, your top twenty twenty songs with us. We Jeff hated and I just did it and then everyone not everyone. A bunch of people in the Discord just started doing it. So please join us. It was I've been really enjoying going through everyone's playlist. It's been fun. Hey, so. I don't think you've put yours up yet. I didn't. I've, I've been oh, uh, I very did. guilty of just taking other people's. But now I will. It's like the culmination of the, the podcast category. There we go. What about you, Andrew? What you been listening to? Uh, okay, well, it's been... 48 hours. It's been 48 hours. Um, so, I, I, so I've talked about this before... And I just, I can't fucking stop. Did I talk about this on the last podcast? So for Christmas, Hayden was incredibly generous and he bought me an MRE pack, which is meal ready to eat. It's a military ration, right? Did I talk about this yeah. on the last podcast? You, uh, I don't know. I don't think you did. Not the podcast. Not that we, we talked about it. On the podcast. Okay. I'll talk about it now. So for Christmas, Hayden, I've, I've been, I told you guys about it on a podcast. How I've been listening. I've been really into this YouTube channel about MREs. And so Hayden actually got me a fucking MRE. And I, I am fucking pumped to eat it. And I will eat it live on Twitch. We'll make the whole thing on Twitch. And uh, you'll get to watch me probably break my computer somehow by spilling on it. Um, but I, I'll, I'll you know, join the Discord so you get notified. Or follow us on Twitter. Follow us. Follow, just you know, do internet stuff with us and me involved in it. Okay? All the links are in the description. Anyway. But I just can't stop watching this dude eat MREs. I fucking can't. <laughs> I How mean, many hours of MRE consumption can you actually take in? How are they different? Unlimited. I am never bored when I'm watching these fucking videos. So last night I was done doing, I was done existing at like, you know, I was like, okay, it's time to go to bed. I got into bed at like, I think I got into bed at like 1130. Whenever we were done playing hots, like right after that, I like got into bed. And I watch, and I had to be up this morning. That was last night. I had to be up this morning at 7 a.m. to drop my car off to get it fixed because it's always all, my, my car's always broken. They're always <laughs> broken. Okay, they're always fucking broken. And so I had to get up at seven to drop it off to get back to my house and soon enough to to get to a meeting. Instead of being a smart person, being like, okay, 11:30, that's pretty late. Let me go to bed, get a solid seven and a half hours of sleep, no fucking problem. Right up, ready to go, feeling good for the day. No. I watched two and a half hours of this dude eat MREs. I was up till one thirty in the fucking morning. I, oh my I god! I need you to explain this to me. So, dude, I okay. So, no, no, okay. You watch a video. You're yeah. like, ah, that's what that MRE tastes like, right? That's yeah. that's the takeaway. Yeah. Do you just scroll through the other MRE videos and be like, I wonder 
what that one tastes like. Dude, you, you want to know what the fucking... Well, yes, but you want to know what... That, that, yeah, okay, Hayden, yes, that's the crux of it. But the problem is, you finish an episode... Right, you finish it, and and they're th- if he does my favorite, my favorites of his, he does twenty four hour packs, which are like military rations that are meant to keep people functioning for twenty four hours. So there's like three full roundabout meals in these packs. So he eats them over a course of a day, and he eats breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and they're roughly thirty to forty minute episodes. Those are my fucking favorites, and I do not know why. But watching this dude eat an MRE throughout an entire day and explain each meal is fucking phenomenal to me. I mean, I'm just like sitting there applauding. I'm just like, this is fucking beautiful. The guy's name is Steve. I'm like, Steve, you goddamn genius. Tell me more about this, uh, <laughs> this like South African uh, 2015 ration. I want to know more. Do you do you watch cooking videos? Is it? You know, I do like food content. Culinary mm-hmm. Yeah, I do like food content. Like, I love the Great British Baking Show. I love like Food Channel shows. So I like food. I do, and I like reviews, and I like it when people. I like really niche shit. So this kind of just like touches a lot of weird stuff that I'm into. Does this answer anything? Is it like? Is it surprising that this is so entertaining? I mean, it's not like this guy gets like 200 views a video. This is he has millions of views. I'm not the only one who finds this this entertaining. I'm vaguely certain you're only watching them because it's so niche and you want to tell people about Dude, watching them. N- n- no. no. No? No. Okay. I will tell you right now. I I was talking to this girl that I'm into and okay, I was talking to her, having a normal conversation. Things are going great. Very good text conversation. She's like, "Oh, what are you up to right now?" And my dumbass, my stupid stupid person. I should have just said watching YouTube. But you know what I said instead? I said, I'm watching this guy eat MREs and review them. And then the second I sent that, my brain was like, uh-oh, you better make this more clear because this is not normal behavior. Like, normal people do not do this, right? And so I'm like, but, like, I know it's, it's, it's like, it's kind of strange, but, like, it's, he, like, is he's funny and he, he like, he, he try he, like, reviews them and there's, he gets them from all over the world. It's, like, cool. And, like, and then... Her response back 20 minutes later was, you're so weird. And that's it. <laughs> and you haven't spoken since. And we haven't spoken since. No, no, no. It's, it's been fine. I'm just being dramatic. But I was just like, you know, a lot of people don't find this as interesting as I do. That's for sure. You know, the number one sign of that is that you throw around this acronym MRE, and I still don't know what it stands Meal for. Meal ready and to I don't eat, think- Jeff. Oh, okay. I don't think anybody else off the bat, like if you texted me, I'm watching MRE review videos right now, the first thing I would do would be like, what the fuck is an MRE? You would Google it? Yeah. I mean, that's I fair. I, I will defend watching these videos because if you haven't watched them, you don't get it. And if you watch them and you're like, not for me, perfect. But I think they're for more people than you'd expect. Will you send us a link to the perfect intro to MRE fuck review? Fuck yeah, I will. All right. Fuck yeah, well, I will. We'll, we'll put it in the description. I'm going to really watch one because exfoliated. I'm... exfoliated. I was what? coming up with another MRE. Macaroni really exfoliated. That's that's MRE. All right. So that's what I've been doing. I like I fuck myself by watching MRE videos. That's that's like the like if on my gravestone when I'm dead, it will say really shouldn't have watched so many hours of MRE videos. Jeff, do you ever watch something long? Do you ever watch like a YouTube thing like that or, or something on the Internet that you're like vaguely in? I, I, I would say embarrassed of, but that, that you wouldn't want what, to. Why you got to shit on his, his? You, you first you say that he's just watching it because he he wants other people to like it. Now you now you're calling no, him no, weird. He said he had <laughs> no, it's like, fine. Andrew, it's a fine thing to like. 
It's fine. Don't let yeah, don't I let hate you down, I don't, buddy. I don't give a fuck who knows I like I know MRE you videos. I I'm being defensive great. for you. I appreciate it. I think yeah. hate it was just joke. I I, I don't take yeah, any not, offense not, to that. Not no, I, I think you should. Not an offensive at all, but like, have you ever watched something that you really enjoy that, that you I'm embarrassed like you have to about? Like, that I'm embarrassed to tell the world that I watch. That you feel like you have to explain. You can't just like state. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. What's something you have to over-explain, but you really enjoy and you won't stop like, doing it anyway? But really, let me let me gives you some more detail so you understand what's going on here. I think my default is Harmontown because I'm like, yeah, I listen to Harmontown, but I don't I don't watch a lot of Community, and it's not because I like Dan Harmon a lot. And you know, it just kind of becomes a ramble. I don't like a lot of niche stuff. I don't. I don't have cool niche YouTube channels like Andrew does. And yeah. first of all, Andrew, like you're into way more corners of the internet than I am. But <laughs> call my stuff's pretty, uh, pretty top level. That's why I lean on you to give me the cool stuff. Yeah, I guess. I think you know my my problem is I get bored and then I go down rabbit holes. You know. Mm. Harmon Town, Jeff. I, I'm gonna tell you, being super into a podcast, I like though. If people haven't heard of Harmontown, if you say, oh, it's one of the creators of Rick and Morty, everyone's like, oh, gotcha. Super cool. Great, man. Because Rick and Morty is so popular. Yeah. But, I, all right. That's, that's fair. Now, I'm not trying to dis- deter you. I'm just saying. And, and if people listen to Harmontown who hadn't, they'd be like, hold on. This is not what I expected. But, you know, overall. But it's don't like, you don't you see that, like, oh, yeah, like, I listen to, to Harmontown. Like, it's Dan Harmon, the creator of Rick and Morty. They're like, you know, that guy's a big Rick and Morty fan. And that's not the the vibe i'm you trying to what? give off or the reason totally. i listen to the podcast yeah so it's such that, a different you make thing a way a better point vibe. than i do for sure you make a way better point more people will be like oh you're one of those rick and morty fan type people for sure yeah yeah and like community has like a cult following and i'm like i'm not trying to be part of that yeah okay yeah no i accept that yeah. I, I you 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 got me you're, you're right you're right you you would fall into a, a a hardcore fan base a niche hardcore fan base yeah 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 okay hayden what was your say yeah what well, give it to us you know, I kind of asked the question before I had an answer. I'm not sure I got a great answer. Um, I still watch a lot of StarCraft Two f- professional gameplay videos because nice. I think those are crazy entertaining. Yeah, those would take some explanation. Those would take yeah, some explanation. Probably. Yeah, you know, a game that came out when we were in well, the original probably when we were in middle school, right, or elementary school almost. That yeah. Then they made a second of, and then it's discontinued. But I still really, really enjoy watching professional recap videos. It's a sweet game. Very entertaining. It's, I mean, honestly, I've watched StarCraft II gameplay before because it's just fucking wild how fast they are. But, like, we're also gamer nerds, so explaining it to us isn't a big deal. Actually, this is a great segment. What is hard to explain to someone you want to have sex with? <laughs> <laughs> how do you explain something you're into to someone you're attracted to without them wanting to be like, okay, we're done here. We need a more concise way, but that's a great corner. Like, if we ever start getting into something that we're like, this is cool, but boy, does it take some explanation. We'll call it a explain yourself corner. Like, explain yourself corner. Jeff, do you want to tell us what you're listening to now? Or should we keep dicking around until this thing lasts another four hours? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this week I, I was still listening to a bunch of this Curse of Strahd D&D podcast with these, like, Curse of Strahd forum members going at it. Ooh, Jeff, do you want to pitch our Curse of Strahd uh our live stream oh yeah join join uh tell me if i'm doing this right join the discord 
and uh, join. Nope, I'm not doing it right. Andrew, what? How do they watch the stream? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. So well, we will always announce when we're gonna. We're, we usually do it Mondays or Wednesdays. Those seem to be. Those are our two top days. We'll announce it ahead of time when we're gonna stream it. But we're, we're live streaming our latest campaign, which is Curse of Strahd, which is a super mm-hmm. popular campaign. Someone, it's so popular that someone came into our chat during our last stream and gave us scenic music based on each location in Curse of Strahd. So we'll we'll have scenic music. You get a you get a CS role play. Jeff is DMing. It's super fun. So join my Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash your pal Andrew. Join the Discord to get notified on when we're doing it. We also have a D&D channel. So if you want to talk D&D or send us memes, we send our, our, our group sends very specific campaign memes in the D D channel. It's really fun, honestly. Yeah. And the Discord's great. So if you're if you, you're looking to join us anyway, it's it's a great Discord channel. But that's a great place yeah. to get notified on. But we're doing Christmas Trot. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm trying to get ahead of the game and listen to this D D podcast where these guys play it so that I know what's going on. And how often do you guys listen to podcasts at like a higher rate of speed? Do Never. you do that? No, I can't. Never? I've been interested by the idea because it's like being able to read really fast. I, I hear stories of people who like chug through textbooks and things on high speed. So I like yeah. the idea. Never tried it. Uh, I'll tell you for D and D, it's hit or miss. Uh, I did it for four for more perfect. I put it at like one point four speed, and uh, it was just fine. But what really messes you up is like my app saves that setting so that if I go from more perfect and then I go listen to like Harmontown, it still has the speed up. And listening to comedy at higher speeds just doesn't work because there's no <laughs> comedic pause. So they do the joke and then the punchline so quick together and you're just like, you're it like, took oh, me God. a little while into an episode where I was like, what? what is wrong? Like, none of this is making sense anymore. Like, they're totally... And I was like, oh, it's at a higher speed. Because you just get so used to it, you you stop hearing it. So That's funny. That's, yeah. That's funny it makes such a difference. Yeah. So I've been, I've been trying to chug through this that. D&D podcast because I don't like it that much but i want to hear the content so i've got it like high speed that's a good idea actually for research yeah have you uh have you played with how high you can go speed-wise 1.4 was like as much as i could take where i didn't just zone out because they were talking so fast but i'm wondering if i keep doing it if i can just keep getting faster let me tell you you will because i i i should have said i've never done increased speed for podcasts but i hate i'm a slow reader because i i like digest things too much and so i overthink things and i have to reread them it's a whole thing i'm a slow reader but what i do is um uh i will for like my big uh readings i have to do for my graduate school Mm -hmm. i'll put them in a text to speech reader and have the and i'll just have it read to me by like an automated voice and i i have i it started at just like you can change it to like normal medium high very high extreme i'm on very high now and i had to start at medium so you can increase it. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh my god, I can blast through. It's dude. It's fucking. It, it it gets a little funny sometimes when they like don't when the word is a little more complicated than the AI can pick up on. Nah. But totally. uh, you know, if it's a podcast, you're all good to go. Yeah, you can you can definitely get faster though. Anyway, you can just doable. get faster yeah. and faster at that, and then and then you could plug other books into it. I I like the idea of being like if you could get it so fast and you could actually read it to be able to consume so many more books because it could just filter straight into your brain at high speed. I have tried it for books of pleasure. Like when I've done like audiobooks for, for higher speeds, you can take it up a little bit, but too much. It, it takes the joy out of it, honestly, in my opinion, but totally. it noise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it becomes noise. Exactly. For, yeah. for books you're trying to like get entertained by, you know, there is some yeah. sort of like drama to the, the pace of the book. 
Um, Most times with books I enjoy, I, I don't want them to end. It's like, right, exactly. I, I just yeah, slow yeah. it down, if anything. <laughs> no, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. All right, let's oh, jump into it yeah, since we're, you know, we're, we've got shit to do here. All right. We've got shit to do. All right, so this week we listened to Radio Lab Presents More Perfect, which is a Radio Lab spinoff, I think one of their first. It's uh, Radio Lab's More Perfect is a series about the Supreme Court. More Perfect explores how cases inside the rarefied world of the Supreme Court affect our lives far away from the bench. So we listened to Season 1, Episode 2, and Episode 3, The Political Thicket and Adoptive Couple versus Baby Girl. Which were two super solid podcast episodes. Well, hold on. Uh oh. What episodes did you listen to? Oh, what episode did you listen to? What episodes did you listen to, Hayden? This will be the determinant of who's oh, wrong and no. right. The the two Jeff just mentioned. Oh no, no. fucking way. How? Because How? we switch for you. That's what we talked about. <laughs> yeah, that's what we talked about at the end of the last one. We have it recorded. Oh no. What did you listen to, Andrew? <laughs> It's going to be okay, because I think well, Hayden and I, I both just, listened to all, all of the same. them. We'll just talk about I, the I, podcast. Let's, let's just talk. Okay, so, like, I didn't listen to those. I listened to the two we talked about, and then I listened to, like, I, I, you know what? Just, just okay, here's, here's well, I want to talk about this anyway, because I I think it's important that we know we're not going to get into the politics behind um, this podcast, which I was concerned about, because they're pretty heated issues that I take very seriously so i didn't want to like come in here and just start blasting my fucking agenda on a platform so we're just going to speak to the global view of how great or poor more perfect is in our eyes right gentlemen so it doesn't matter what episodes i listen to it's right because we're not going to get into it do you want to say what the two you listen to are about and why we chose to avoid them yes because Hayden chose great episodes to start mm-hmm. us off, and they were. But the problem was, is these are pretty hot button issues. It was the death penalty and gun rights. So I was like, two things I have big boy opinions about that you guys don't need to necessarily understand or have encompassed in your listening experience. But I was like, if we start talking about either of these, I'm gonna fucking go off, and I don't want all of that recorded. I'm sure I'll accidentally say something I regret. So that's why apparently. <laughs> I forgot that we changed. I forgot that we did that. Um, it's all right. This is the I did the same thing for Ologies, so now Hayden's the only one who successfully navigated our podcast choices without getting it wrong. <laughs> Damn, I was so close to perfection. And for a podcast called More Perfect, we were oh so fucking oh, close shit. to football. Okay, we need so to be more to me because well, tell me, tell me about the episodes seem, you guys listen to. They don't even seem uh, political to me, like any of them. It, it, oh, it's kind of like dude. Hayden. Like, come on, I man. They, you don't think gun are. control's political? No, no, no. Yeah, I get they where, are. But it's kind of What are like, you talking about? Well, I get it's contentious, but to me, the podcast is so much about the Supreme Court and the history of it. It's kind of like the history of slavery. Yeah, that could be, you know, well, that's a bad contentious, issue. I guess. But you get my point. It's it's like the history, so, not the thing. Well, no? okay. Let me try to bridge the gap here, Jeff, because I, 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 I understand what Hayden's trying to say. All right, I'm confused. He's, I think what Hayden's trying to say, and Hayden, correct me if I'm totally off, you're saying the podcast, and this is true, more or less dives into the history behind the issue and how the Supreme Court handled it versus actually discussing the issue itself, right? You kinda, you're talking about how yeah, like, they, they talk about so. the key characters and the history behind how it came to fruition. And I get it's right? probably impossible to not talk with history See, with it, a, a tilt in your perspective that, that sells it a certain way. But that being said, like I wouldn't I would almost not consider this a political podcast, although it's about the Supreme Court. 
Like I guess I'm arguing over the definition of political. Like by definition, it's a Supreme Court podcast about the how the politics came to be. It's a political podcast. It's literally one of our fucking branches of the uh, like our. Yeah, but I would put it in a different bucket than like daily news political podcasts. Sure, 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 absolutely, yes. Yeah, it's not about it's not current events. It's not current events. I would argue that this podcast could be more contentious than if we were reviewed a say a news a daily news podcast yeah because the historicalness of it and the continued precedent of specifically the episodes i listen to i think especially around guns jesus fucking christ (laughs) i won't touch guns with anyone including people i care about with a 50 foot pole unless i know they're 100 percent on the same page i am because whoo don't talk about guns with people because they might have is that exactly andrew do you want to fill us yeah, in? Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Page number 42. I don't, think, I don't think it would be very hard for listeners to figure out um, my position on guns. There you go. Write Andrew an email. Tangent jump on <laughs> Oh, fuck no. <laughs> this is an episode no emails are necessary. I don't even know what I would think that your position on guns would be. Well, I have... I. We don't I, have to get into this. No, I, no, no. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not well, trying to drag explain, you like, down. He's drawing you in, Jeff. He's drawing yeah. you in. Yeah, no, I, I have a more robust <laughs> opinion about them than just one way. It's not black and white, okay? Yeah. But I will say I definitely lean a direction about guns. Let's tell me about the episodes you guys listen to because I didn't listen to those two, so I want to hear your thoughts on. Well, I want to hear what the, a what the what issue they were about and were they less? Would you think they're less contentious? Yeah, I could give a summary level. I don't have the specifics in front of me, but the political thicket was about. Uh, the original court decision that determined how states set up their electoral districts. And it was important because it it brought the Supreme Court into the political theater, into the political thicket, if you will, and got them entangled in things that eventually led to them calling presidential elections and things like that, where it was supposed to be outside of politics originally. You want to describe the other one? Yeah, tag team it. Tag team it. Yeah. The other one I think is, and I, I'm not trying to rub this in at all for you, Andrew, but I think is like literally one of the best podcast episodes like of all time. Son of and a it's bitch! This, I Don't know, do this to me. It's, it's so it's good. True, it's though. um, it's it was actually what Radiolab first did as an episode before even starting this podcast, and kind of motivated them to make it. Well, I was just gonna say I have listened to every episode of More Perfect except for season three. So I probably, oh, okay. I, but this was many years ago. That's so, fair. but I don't remember what the issue was. Yeah, so this one is Adoptive Couple versus Baby Girl, and it's about um, this couple, they adopt a baby girl, and then two years, or a couple years later, um, a court case comes up, and that girl gets taken away from them because of this Native American act that um, allowed for, like, reinstitutionalized children with Native American parents because social workers had just kind of come in and, like, I'm going to quote illegally because what they did was technically legal, but very immorally we're just taking children away from native american families and putting them into the adoption agencies and so this native american law came into place this native american man kind of reclaimed his daughter and then that court case kind of came in contention again and he ended up giving up the rights to his daughter again and it's this super back and forth episode where like at every 10 minutes of the episode you kind of like change which side you're on it's really, really good. I I remember that one. That yeah. I it was. It's a powerful episode. 
It's really never have I listened to something and been so securely on one side and then have them just flip flop my emotions like that. I gotta hand it to them. They do that with every episode. They make me question my stances on things and then I and then I'm like but then they then they like reaffirm you. They are something I wanted to say and I want I guess I didn't need to say this for final thoughts, but one of the things I love about More Perfect is how unbiasedly they present the information. For such heated political issues, potentially heated political issues, they really show you both sides really well too. I, do you guys disagree with that? Yeah, like they do. They don't even take the effort to explore both sides. They just kind of present the history of it, and they're just like, "Here it is. Like, here's a, how it actually happened." And so they don't really. It's almost a good thing. It's not a bad thing. They don't explore both sides. They just they tell it as it is, which is which is cool as far as I can tell. It gets so much easier for them to do that because they never touch the the current day situation of it right they just are like here's the facts we found yeah it's great i i agree and disagree with that though because they find the characters in like and i say i call them characters but the players the major players in a lot of these court cases um today and they interview mm-hmm. them and they kind of talk about the consequences of their actions or vice versa like the what happened that made their lives easier whatever it happened to be and it was really fascinating in the gun case where they had the the major plaintiff in the in the, in the and you guys will have to go listen to this episode if you're interested in the second amendment god that episode is fucking fascinating um but they go and talk about him and he's just of course the guy like the major player in the second amendment rights is a major trump guy and they record him yelling at anti-trump protesters <laughs> and it's just so hard to listen to it's just like dude what are you fucking doing? And it, it's it's fascinating. Well, just on the other side of that, they also interviewed the like founding member of the Black Panthers, who yes. was like part of the group that carried assault rifle or not sorry not assault rifles but shotguns into the state capitol. So they you know it's they uh, didn't like sit down with the the Trump supporting guy and like tell us what you think about guns yes. and why they should be legal. They just like got his primary sources about what happened. Absolutely, about, like, and that's what's but that's what's fascinating is they go yeah. back to these people many decades later sometimes and be like, "What are you doing now? Okay, let's <laughs> okay, of co- fucking course you are, but let's talk about this. You know what what you think? You know, or like give us your first hand experience on what happened. And it was very fascinating listening to the Black Panthers talk about their experience because honestly i didn't know that until i listened to this episode like how totally i i I don't know if you guys knew the more in in in-depth understanding of the black panthers i did not no i never think that current gun rights knowing current nra was pushed by the black panther movement it yeah it absolutely was and (laughs) what's even funnier is that ronald reagan was forgot full gun control and then he became president he was like just fucking kidding that was my favorite fucking part. <laughs> oh, God. Politics is fun. It's a great time. It's a great time. I got to say, though, for for something that's as on the face dry as uh, the Supreme Court, this is like a podcast that I found that was so amazingly entertaining and so amazingly good on something I never thought I would have even been interested in. I don't know if yeah. you've had that experience, but like... I, you could have told me, oh, it's about the Supreme Court. And I'm like, cool, I'll ignore that one. That sounds super dry. But it is so good. Everyone I've recommended More Perfect to, almost everyone has had that perspective. Like, oh, that sounds boring as shit. But they're wrong. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's also incredibly well produced. Yeah, very well produced. I mean, the the people that they interview, I mean, for the um, adoptive child one, 
they were interviewing the dad, like the biological father of the kid while he was in custody of that child. Like that's how kind of current some of these were. And it was so crazy. And yeah, they go and they really find people at the roots of it. And I don't know how they fucking find these people and get them to sit down for an interview. Like, do they give them money? Like, I don't I, get I, it, but eh, it's always really good. Yeah, maybe. Some people just want to talk about it, though. That's true. I mean, some people are yeah. just, oh, I mean, to be fair, if I was involved in this, I wouldn't have, I would just be like, hell yeah, fucking talk to me about <laughs> it. You know, I, I think a lot of people are still deeply passionate about their court cases that ended up in the Supreme Court. So they're very open to, well, here's how it played out and why. And I want to be able to more explicitly explain my side because, you know, when you're, you're doing a case in the Supreme Court and you're a plaintiff or, you know, one of the, one of the, you know, civilians, I would call them involved, your story gets a little overshadowed by the political essence of the Supreme Court. So I'm sure a lot of these people are like, yeah, I have not got to say some of the things I've wanted to say. I don't know if that's, I don't know if you guys got that vibe from the episodes you listened to, but I got a little of it from the two I did. Um, Hmm specifically some of the crazy pants people in the gun one <laughs> on both sides let me make that clear both sides of the of the issue some crazy pants yeah and we only get we only get vocals from the people who do want to talk they probably don't mention a lot that well we tried to contact this person and they were like living their own life and they didn't really want to talk to us absolutely yeah totally yeah it it this whole thing does beg the question though so season one has six episodes and season two has 13 episodes and then they go into this season three that's I, you guys will have to oh, correct me because I didn't go back and listen to, but it's about music, and so there's only really what? 19 episodes of this podcast. So do you think they like ran out of material, or it was such I a good podcast? A... Why wouldn't they keep going? So okay, I think there's only so many Supreme Court cases that have big consequences and are interesting to tell in a good way. But I agree with that. But why wouldn't they just call it good once they ran out of those? So let's talk about the season three debacle because I didn't get a chance to get into it. I also didn't. What's the season three debacle that I never listened so, to? I went through season one, great episodes, so loved it. Season two, more of the same, great stuff. Season three, they're like, listen, we ran out of content. So we decided to create a musical song pairing of the amendments to current songs, and we asked a uh, current popular artist to write a song about the amendments. It went wait, wait, really just, like schoolhouse rock version. I just want to make some editorial there. Did they say in the podcast that they ran out of material or is that Hayden editorial? That's it it might editorial. be Hayden editorial. I was like, right. Hayden, Hayden editorial. editorial right okay. There. I was kind of excited for them I to be like, well, we, we couldn't follow any I'm, stories. I'm not actually sure that it is. They might've just said that, but okay. We should okay. cut that out because I'm not sure. Well, well, no, it's it's fine. Yeah, like, I'm also yeah. a Hayden fact checker, and I'll tell you right now, I could I could fucking feel the sarcasm coming through his <laughs> microphone and into my supple ears. So to make it clear, there's plenty of content. I think to be fair, I agree with you, Hayden. I think there's only so many cases that have like really robust, interesting, like interesting to a big audience that that would grab the appeal that the first two seasons did so there's a chance that they were like ah shit like we kind of want to keep doing this but how are we going to do it i also think they might have just completely dropped the ball Hmm. i think there's sometimes you try a strong pivot into a new business idea and it fails horribly and you just gotta shut the doors (laughs) yep you're fucking damn right (laughs) but if you don't experiment you uh you gotta experiment you know you gotta experiment but it sounds like they went way way off the rails and i'm curious yeah, strange why. pivot for sure yeah 
You know what we should do, boys? Hear me out. New podcast, same same hosts, <laughs> and we'll call it kind of perfect. And we'll just interview everyone who did the most the more perfect podcasts and just get to the bottom of this. The only thing that I like about this idea is the name, kind of perfect. <laughs> like, what a what a good play on more perfect. It's we're kind of perfect. kind of perfect. Yeah. No, you guys don't want to do another podcast. That sounds like way more work than our podcast. So sitting down with them, like one guy is really proud of season three, and we're like, so what happened? I mean, are you Level stupid or an I, or am I stupid for not understanding? <laughs> it's got to be one of the. It's because it's one of the two, and I'm not willing to accept anything in the middle. I'm kind of thinking you're right. I wonder if they dropped the ball. They like made the per- the pivot, and then they're like, "Shit, guys, we had a good thing going, and we really fucked it up." Well, what makes me really think they dropped the ball is that the producers were like, "There's no season four. Yeah, right. I'm sure yeah. they're like, "No, no, no. We can get back. We can get back. Like, we can do more perfect. Like again, they're like, no, like a- absolutely not. We can't believe we greenlit this for nine episodes." It sounds like a fun pitch idea where they're like, "Listen, let's get a bunch of big time." music stars to write songs and it'll be great and somehow it got talked through and then they already got the song so it's like well now you gotta show them and then and then this happened hey i have a question for you guys i bet you i can correlate this to finance uh when did hamilton come out oh that's a great question oh damn it 2015 okay i was Uh, hoping it was like roughly within a one year but i will say i bet you anything hamilton influenced this decision yeah, because they released their own album for it. Yes, like, it kind of is political base. It's about yeah. historical American history. I mean, like in song form. Song yeah. form. There's a lot. Do, of ties. do you think there was a hint of like, what if we got a more perfect musical? Yeah. I mean, there's a little bit of cash sitting in the musical world that they're trying to bank on. I don't know. Well, so like Hamilton's saying, fault. That's that's what I blame. Ha- I'm gonna blame <laughs> Hamilton for the for this podcast downfall. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Uh, you know, we we were just talking at the beginning how like you kind of mentioned this podcast idea to people, and they're like, "Meh." So I wonder if it's just something that wasn't very popular at the time, but now it is like a really good podcast. So maybe during its first two seasons, it just really wasn't hitting its stride, and now they're like, "Oh shit, we missed it." They should go back. You know Radio Lab, podcasts? this is our uh, reaching out to you. This is Tangent Quest. Just go back and do it. Just start over little, again. Little Tangent Quest SOS. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> We're podcast experts, you might say. We're giving yes. little feedback here, yeah. Mm, I mean, yes. if anything, what else <laughs> has this been developing for us other than a very robust understanding of the podcast world? <laughs> yeah, not true. I, I feel I feel like I've listened to more podcasts than like vastly the average human. More genres, more things, more like people. And then not only done that, but then we discuss them. So I feel like we're very robust in our knowledge at episode thirty three. Uh, you okay oh i was gonna tell you guys about recommendations for this podcast so i had a friend and this is let me tell you guys anytime you ask someone uh for a recommendation my friend executed how to ask for a recommendation Ah, flawlessly she fucking nailed it she said i am going i'm doing this drive i'm going to be driving for 12 hours i need some good podcasts but i like podcasts that explain how things work or the history behind things and i was like that's a fucking beautiful like overhead way for me to recommend you podcasts. And one of the only times ever I recommended more perfect because I was like, <laughs> she's oh, but she, I knew she liked politics. So plays hand in hand, but it was one of those moments where I was like, Oh, see, this is how you ask for things. You say what you like and then you get what you like. And so I was able to, you know, 
Well, of course, the first thing I said is, well, you should listen to my podcast because we explain how podcasts work. <laughs> not really at all. Except we don't. Yeah, yeah, except for not not even a little at all. Uh, anyway. No, that's a good point because most people just walk up and they're like, hey, what podcast do you listen to? It's like, that. there's so many fucking podcasts out there. What do you What do you want? Yeah. Wh- but, yeah. It's so many people are just genre like. genre narrower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Give me, give me something, or just like, give me some like keywords. Just be like funny, uh, funny group, lack of topics. I'd be like Harmontown. Boom, fucking nailed it. You know, GVP, GVP. Boom, nailed it. You know, I don't know. Just give keywords, and people yeah. will be able, will be yeah. able to figure it out. Send us, send us at tangent.quest.podcast at gmail.com. Send us three keywords, and we'll fucking recommend you guys podcast based on those keywords. Man, that's a great idea. Should we get into some, some final thoughts over here? Yeah. Are we ready? I think we're ready. Aiden, do you wanna you wanna give us some final thoughts first? Yeah, for a podcast about the Supreme Court that sounds like a very uninteresting topic, this one is amazing. It's clearly the best podcast on the Supreme Court. It's really informative. I think for anyone even politically minded or just kind of interested in how things work at a larger level, it's it's super informative in in the background of things that you would never expect. It's a it's a heart jerker. They 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 give you an opinion and you're like absolutely left side all the way and then they're like what about this and you're like damn it right side you got me it's really good in that way um i would recommend this to people who only like who are asking for really hmm, i was trying to think of the three key words of how i would tie that in i would recommend this to people who are like looking for really informative fact-based things and i know like politics i think that's the the pre-qualifier there politics facts entertaining there you go but absolutely top tier. I, I love this podcast. It it only has two seasons. Don't tell me it has a third. I, I, I don't believe it. <laughs> we it's like a bad it. TV show where it just has like a bad... It's like Game of Thrones. It's like The Office like last too, season. dude. Yeah, Office. Yep. Anyone who yeah, tells me that The Office... Ignore it after a point. Yeah. Anyone who tells me that The Office continues after Michael Scott left is fucking dumb. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's bad. I When yeah. when I rewatch The Office, when Michael Scott's gone, that that that... That show is done. Well, Andrew, do you want to give us your yes, final thoughts? Yes, I would love to. I love this podcast. I, I listened to it when it first came out because uh, when it when it was first becoming a thing, uh, I was I listened to Radiolab all the time. And so I remember them advertising and hyping up More Perfect. So I remember listening to the first season as they were coming out. And I was really, I fucking loved it because as I've talked about before, I'm pretty invested in politics. So I really love this podcast. It, it's so robust and so entertaining for something that again people i think find the supreme court dry i think the supreme court is one of the most absolutely fascinating branches of the government by a fucking mile and if you listen to any episode go listen to the episode where they explain how the supreme court started because it's unbelievable it's incredible it's an amazing episode i will try to i don't know i'll try to find it and send it to you guys you can put it in the description but it's an, an amazing fucking episode because i think most people don't realize the supreme court is it wasn't just blam right into existence it's it's incredible so anyway i love this podcast i have nothing but great things to say about it i wouldn't recommend it to everyone because i think a lot of people would just find this dry and if you don't have a sense of political understanding or knowledge or care you're not going to find this interesting but for those who do like my friend who asked me like i like understanding how things work i want to understand the history behind things this is a great fucking podcast it's amazing but don't listen to season three and you're in the you're dunking you're doing great 
I don't even. I'm, I will never go listen to season three now. I'm so fucking petrified of that goddamn season. <laughs> you gotta try it. I want you to Dude, try I it. Can't. I I I don't want to. I don't want to hurt my brain. But Andrew, what if you love it? Dude, what if it's the no best way. podcast you've ever listened it's to? It's a yeah, song. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton talks about the Seventh Amendment, and I just it it changed my life. Get the fuck out of here! Does she really? <laughs> Well, I don't know. I don't know which amendment. She talks about one of them. Dolly Parton's on an episode, though? Oh, he's hooked. Okay. All right. Well, maybe I'll go look. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We all got right, him. Right, that's it. I Overall, it's fucking phenomenal. And if you like if you like politics, if in, in any sense of the word or history, you're going to love it. Jeff, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's a really good podcast. Um, I, you know, it, it I, I, I famously, and, and Hayden is about to give me shit for it, but I'll, I'll hold him back. I hate history stuff, and this gets a little historical sometimes, and I still really enjoy it. It's really good. It's They make it, like, sort of dramatic, and it kind of keeps you into it. So even if you don't like politics or you think the Supreme Court's stupid or boring or whatever, it's really entertaining as a podcast. Like, when I first listened to this podcast, I just binged it, like, season one to the end of it before season three i just binged all the episodes because i thought it was so good uh it's a lawful good podcast for sure oh my goodness it's, uh, yes. yeah yeah the perfect lawful good podcast it's really solid i would i would recommend it to to most people it owns the term lawful good it owns it yeah 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 great boys well all right that's more solid content because... solid content wait hold solid on what are we content. doing next week though yeah so next week I'm excited for this. I'm kind of cheating because this is just what I want to listen to next in my <laughs> podcast world. But uh, Revolutionist History, uh, Malcolm Gladwell podcast, has a new season out. Um, so I want to start that season off. It's season five, episode one. And the first season is about Dragon Psychology 101. It's a uh, dragon hordes <laughs> treasure deep in their layers. It, it's, I, You're I'm saying not a lot of words. I'm not sure if yeah. those are sentences or just sounds, but I'm in. Oh, I know. Yeah, there's a lot of shit in there that I just threw at you, but... The first episode's called Dragon Psychology 101, and it sounds great. It's, they talk about J.R.R. Tolkien and dragons somehow. I really have no idea what to expect here, but I I think we should, yeah, let's listen to Season 5, Episode 1, Episode 2, because I don't know if you guys have listened to Revolutionist History, but it's usually really inter- interesting, and I so just kind of like yeah. Malcolm Gladwell's voice. I think it'll be good. Mm-hmm. Me too. I'm pumped. Agreeing on all these episode. points. I didn't know he had a new season. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, this will be sweet. This will be a good one. Okay, great. Merry uh, holidays and happy Hanukkah or something. Nice. Is that how you want to end it? No, wait, hold on. Didn't I want? Oh, fucking come (laughs) join us for D and D on my Twitch, Twitch.tv forward slash your pal Andrew, and join our Discord to know when we're going live. It's usually on Mondays, but today it's Wednesday, so that's not a big deal. It's no big deal. Sometimes we're off schedule. Just join the Discord. It's free. It's fun. We have a good community. Some people are play games together. We play games. You can talk to us. We're playing games all the time. All right. That's it. Just pro- just end of end of podcast promotions. <laughs> Interact with us Perfect. for fuck's sakes. Okay? We're lonely. I'm starving for interaction.